What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. St. John's just got a nice victory over Butler, 77-61. That's the good news. The bad news is I finally lost my heartbreak insurance bet. It had been snowballing in a positive direction for my bank account, negative direction for this program for the past, for the past five games. And tonight I lost a pretty penny, but I will not complain one iota. I'll gladly play, gladly pay. St. John's victories gladly and tonight we saw what happens when St. John's is able to impose their will and enforce the style of play um, on their opponent and tonight that opponent was Butler they came into the game last in the Big East in terms of fewest turnovers per game uh, the last in terms of you know, throwing the ball around St. John's was able to force 18 turnovers was able to get plenty of easy baskets off those turnovers um, and they were also able to hit some threes in the half court in a game where, you know, Butler wants to play in the 60s. St. John's was able to score close to 80, slightly under their season average. But against a team like Butler, you'll take that 77 points. It was more than enough tonight. Butler did not play well in the first half. I thought they were getting uh, mostly the shots they wanted. Uh, they did have eight turnovers in the first half. Second half, our defense got ramped up, perhaps our added depth. Um, we did go pretty deep tonight. We we do have a pretty, you know, deep bench overall. Uh, wore them down as the game went on, and the increased pressure really got to them in the second half. We continued to force turnovers, got some steals. Both Posh and Corbello were leading the charge there, had a handful of steals with a handful of fast-break layups that ensued. Uh, we were able to stretch our lead out. It was up by, you know, 10 or so points for the majority of the second half. Uh, ended up winning by... 16 points in a game that was never really close aside from one or two times when Butler had a chance to cut it to six or seven points on missed opportunities by them. This was a, a game St. John's really needed, a win they really needed, a confidence boost they really needed, perhaps an opponent they really needed. Uh, they still have not lost to a team that they were favored to beat. You know, you should be favored to beat teams like Marquette and Xavier, you know, on your home court if you're a quality program. We weren't favored to beat them, and we ended up losing those games. Still, that's nothing to hold your hat on if you want to be uh, an NCAA tournament team. You got to go out there and beat some teams that are quality opponents who aren't coin flips, perhaps who are favored to win against you, and then you need to turn the tide and flip the script. You got a great chance this Sunday against UConn. I will say, while we're talking about it, join me this Sunday, guys, for uh, – Live watch along for that one. I'll do the same thing I did for the Providence game. Those guys who joined in, awesome. If you want to talk on screen to me, let me know. We'll get you the link. If you want to uh, just hang out in the chat, that's fine too. Uh, more the merrier. Um, but tonight, let's start with how the game started with Joel Soriano. Uh, I know he made his first four shots. I'm not sure when he missed his first one, but maybe six or seven shots in a row. Um, you know, of a unique variety tonight. A couple mid-range jumpers. Um, a couple baby hooks and, of course, you know, some follow-ups and some alley-oops. Let's make note of a, a first half, uh, you know, a couple positives on the coaching angle. We drew up a great look to get Curbelo and alley-oop from Curbelo, or Curbelo and alley-oop to Soriano off a of timeout. Um, like a little Spain screen where Posh back-screened on Soriano when he rolled to the basket, picked up his man who was wide open for an alley-oop in the middle of the paint. Huge basket there. Another thing that I've been begging for, two seconds left in the first half. We have the ball far into the court. 
with our user to lose the timeout still in pocket. I thought for a second Coach Anderson wasn't going to call it. Yelling, call the timeout, call the timeout, draw something up here. Two seconds at the very worst, right? It's practice. It's practice for an end-of-the-game situation. Thankfully, he called it. We ended up getting a somewhat decent attempt from a, you know, a, a running three-point shot from Cabello. Could have got fouled. Speaking of uh, fouls or no fouls, I thought tonight the refs really let him play out there. A lot of contact went uncalled. A lot of, you know, I thought egregious contact around the rim went uncalled. I was fine with it. I don't know if Butler was fine with it. Um, but, you know, refs are refs, and they're not any good. There was that one uh, dunk attempt that Jones had in the second half where he got his, his shot blocked to the rim. Prior to that, he carried the ball like, you know, like you'd see a third grader carry the ball. And I, I mean, you look back, and the ref was literally watching him do it. And what are you guys seeing? What are you watching? Not the game? I don't know. Um, who played really well? I thought in the first half, Cabello had good spurts. I thought there were stretches throughout this game that he was an A plus, and I thought there were stretches where he was an F. You know, that's kind of been the story so far this year. Few just lackadaisical, not forced. What do you do in turnovers? Posh, same story there, especially in the second half. We ended up, you know, being up comfortably, but there was times where we just they were driving in into nowhere, turning it over for, you know, no reason at all, leaving their feet on passes. You know the deal. You know you know what the problem is with those guys. And even when they were playing really well tonight, which I thought, you know, Pasha's box score wasn't beautiful, uh, only had nine points. But I thought, you know, a lot of tonight's game was quintessential Posh. Getting into the paint, making plays for others, being an absolute pest on the defensive end, causing turnovers, causing creating points off those turnovers. He did have um, a few really beautiful plays to contrast some of those reckless plays. Like in the first half, he had that up and under uh, fake, head fake in the paint, got Manny Bates off his feet and finished with two. He had a beautiful one-handed pass across court to store in the corner on a play where it looked like he might have twisted his ankle. Looked like he was okay, though. Um, great pass, pass to store. Let's talk about store for a second. Did get the start. He had five quick points in the first half. Nice drive to start the game. Um, wasn't like we set him up for a play, but he got the ball, was aggressive, driving left. Remember I said preseason, store loves driving left. And that's, uh, you know, an added benefit for a righty because a lot of guys will get caught off guard. Eventually the scouting part will be out that he likes driving left. But um, he favors the left side of the court, attacking left, and that's good. I mean, he can get to the rim. He got there three or four times tonight, finished uh, at least two of those times, had a um, two threes, leaked out for an and-one basket in the second half, also had a couple plays where I thought he played good defense, forcing tough shots. One a guy made, another one he forced to pass, doing a much better job when he's guarding the basketball. Still has got to get better. Uh, still has got to get better attacking loose balls, going after rebounds, and playing a part there. Too big of a body, too good of an athlete not to play a part there. Um, Soriano, you know, throughout the whole game, played well. Jones did some good things, uh, attacked the basket, didn't look to force too many shots. Had a few uh, careless turnovers, but he's taking good three-point shots. Um, another good night from him from three. Pinzone had a good night from three. Um, you know, the guys who didn't really contribute, that'd be NY, Stanley, Wusu. None of those guys had a really good game. I thought Wusu early on was holding on to the basketball way too long. Um, I thought NY took a terrible contested three in the first half for no reason at all except just to take one. Um, Stanley did, took a, a bad contested turnaround jumper in the paint. Then had a uh, a careless, crappy foul trying to fight through a screen instead of just, you know, working around it. He just pushed the guy out of there. 
Um, sloppy, lazy play there. Usually not a lazy thing with him, so that was surprising. Um, King had a nice stretch in the first half, got in, hit a three, played some good defense. Um, when he came in, I had marked it down. When he came in, I think we were up four. And then when we left, we were up six. You know, King wasn't in for very long, but we had a good little stretch of play. Um, and he didn't get back in, in until, you know, a minute left. I was surprised. I would like to see him get another meaningful minute. But uh, I'm sure we will as the season goes on. Let's take a look at the box score. A lot of green tonight. A lot of green tonight. Soriano, 20 and 10, another double-double for him. Um, they said he leads the country in overall total rebounds, also leads the country in double-doubles. 20 and 10, 10 for 13 from the field, an absolutely beautiful game from him offensively, and he played great defense for the most part tonight. Um, absolutely outplayed Manny Bates, who's a, who's a quality center. A.J. Storr, 20 minutes. Would have liked to see him get a few more. Definitely thought he outplayed Wusu. Definitely should have got more minutes than him. Even Pinzone off the bench had 23 minutes. Um, I know Store has his, his lax days of good moments on defense. Tonight was no exception. Um, I he's gonna have to learn through him. He's gonna have to we're gonna have to teach him, you know, with some game experience tonight. This game was never really tested. I would have liked to see him, especially when he was feeling it offensively, get a few more minutes. He did finish with 12 points, four for seven field goal, two for three from three, two for three from the free throw line. Absolutely beautiful offensive night with um, you know, a little bit better defensively to say uh you know, to, to throw that in as well. Posh, nine points, was only three for nine from the field, 0 for three from three. But like I said, overall, I thought he played a good game. Those six steals tied, tie a career high, did have three turnovers, played well, played well. Got to gotta limit those careless turnovers and then be a little bit more of a threat from three, but he's getting closer to where we want him to be. Closer, closer. He's not there yet, but closer. Jones, eight points off the bench, two for three from three. That's the uh, consistency I'm talking about in limited uh, attempts. That's good. Pinzone, 10 points, two for five from three, four for seven. Overall from the field, remains aggressive. It's good to see. And Curbelo, 11 points, six assists, four steals. Did have three turnovers, but did have a really good game overall. Had that um, had that step back three and Lukosius' grill. That was good. Um, but good contributions across the board from a lot of guys tonight. Take a look at the team stats. Excuse me. St. John's outshot Butler pretty big tonight. Had more shot attempts and shot over 10 percentage points better. A shot him by three, three point distance as well. Eight for 18 on the night for St. John's is a really solid night. Um, couple things to highlight. We only had 15 fouls. We didn't put, um, Butler at the line at an extremely high rate. They only had 16 attempts. That's about what they average. More than what we went to the line tonight, but still we didn't let them get you know an absurd an um, absurd amount of points from the free throw line. And those 22 turnovers you forced, I'm not sure if it's a season high for Butler, but it's well above their average of only about 12 per game and best in the Big East. So a great job there, forcing turnovers, and that played a big part in our ability to shoot 52.6% from the field. And if St. John shoots 52.6 from the field and they turn the other team over quite a bit, chances are they're going to be playing really well. Um, you know, Mathis didn't play again tonight. He's someone we're going to need in Big East play. But when he does come back, we got to still incorporate Store. We still got to find ways to get him good looks because, you know, you see these alley oops, these um, pocket passes that Curbelo's able to make to Soriano. Just imagine the defense has to pay close attention to two or three guys in the perimeter while also have to pay attention to what's going on in the middle of the paint between those two guys. If Store, Pinzone, Usu, Jones, these guys are on the court together and they're feeling it from three. Mathis with his feet set, we can space the floor. 
uh, and we can be consistent threats there. Posh had a couple of nice plays using the pick and roll tonight too. So continue to see a little bit more, um, you know, I don't want to say reliability, but uh, ability and uh, less reliance on pl playing both Posh and Cabello together, more flexibility there. So we can allow to have multiple shooters on the court. I know a lot of people have been saying this for a while. Um, defensively, those two are both really good defensively. There will be times when playing them together is the move, but with the quadra or the, you know, cadre, whatever word I'm trying to think of, the gaggle of wings we have, you know, Pinzone, Store, Wusu, Mathis, who can all contribute in multiple ways. I think playing those two guards less together, that being Pasha and Gabello, less together and allowing more room for those four guys to get multiple spots on the court, especially Storp and Zona shooters, getting them more acclimated defensively. They've got to get better, but more acclimated defensively will allow us to have better offensive production, specifically when we need to score in the half court. I'm not so worried about our total points scored or how many we finish up in a game. Our pace you know, tells a lot of that story. What can we score when it matters? We do that. We're going to need to space the court. We're going to need to utilize Soriano with spacing. Um, and, you know, we see what he can do when he gets touches and he's utilized. I mean, the guy is an absolute beast so far. This 20 and 10 was rather ho-hum, you know. Uh, but, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for, you know, everything you guys do with the, with the channel. And, and keep coming back, subscribing, um, follow along. Let me know what you think on Twitter. The, the live chat this Sunday again, 12 o'clock for UConn. Hope to see you guys there for... Avery Patterson Jr. This has been Pat Kane, Redstorm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.